Hello and welcome back to the Sitting on My Bed podcast. My name is Simple Klein and this week has simultaneously felt forever long and as usual way too short. Um, I mentioned something to my boss about how, you know, units of time don't seem as long anymore. You know, a week, a month, even a year. It's like, oh, it's just a year. And he goes, well, yeah, it's a smaller portion of your life. Like when you're 10, a year is 10%. When you're 20, it's only 5%. I was like, that makes sense. You know, like, you think of all you've accomplished, like, how long certain things have taken. Like, high school is four years long, so is college. But, like, college seems much shorter than high school. Like, high school, I felt like I was in high school forever. Not necessarily in a bad way, just, like, that was my reality for four years. College, I don't know, maybe a year. Also, you know, COVID for sure affected that. Um, anyway, we just finished our last full week of camp. Um, there are three days left, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, which is sad in a way because my first group of campers, um, there's really only one left in camp and he's only here because his bar mitzvah was during the summer. So he had to be local. Actually, I walked into his, um, the weekend portion of his celebration today, um, which is really sweet. I'm going to touch on that a bit. Um, and as I was saying, you know, this is the last year for my first group of campers. Um, and it's also very realistically possibly my, my last year as a counselor. Um, you know, I've done every age group. I've done both divisions. I've been a JC, been a counselor. Um, and, you know, we just had color war and, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, putting up streamers at 21. Like I've always been a responsible counselor, but... You know, now it's very much like, and, you know, which came first? Am I responsible because they're not going to be? Or do they not have to be because I am? And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm 21 and still putting up streamers. You know, it's not that I don't enjoy it anymore. It's that it just doesn't feel right anymore. And I think it's because I'm at a certain age and a certain point in my life where it feels juvenile. Like, it feels like a younger person's job. Um, which I mean, ostensibly it is, but also, you know, as of this year, I am one of the oldest counselors. The only other counselors who are older than me are both my age. You know, one is a month older, one's a few months older. And like, I don't know, it feels like, it's not that I don't like the job anymore. And I do, I really do. But I can't do it forever. And it's not that I don't enjoy it anymore. I just don't feel like it's right anymore. You know, I was thinking about my career, you know, as a teacher, but also where the elementary school, where I'm not a particular teacher and that I have the, uh, the, the position of just being there for the kids, you know? And, like, that's not a long-term goal. I can't just be indefinitely have this in-between job, especially because I'm getting my degree in teaching. But, like, the same way I want to be a head staff member in camp, I don't want to lose the closeness I had with my campers as a counselor, you know? I just said to a camper this past week, I said, you know, the head staff know the camp, the counselors know the campers. 
you know, we're we're the ones on the bus with them. We're the ones who win and lose the league games with them. We're the ones who sit with them by lunch and who give them band-aids. And we're the ones whose phones they borrow to call their parents. And, like, yeah, the head staff make sure the camp is run smoothly and all the trips work out and everything. But they're not there with the cam- with the campers. They're there with the camp. And given that I can't have that relationship with the campers, like, I can try my darndest if Sasha and I become head staff to have that relationship with the campers, but it's not going to be the same. And I would be naive to think it would be. Um, you know, like, when I talk to a camper now who's not in my bunk, it's purely because I want to. As head staff, there's no such relationship where a kid isn't your kid. It isn't your camper. Because as a head staff, they're all your campers. There's not that pure relationship just because you want to talk to them. In the elementary school in which I work, um, you know, I had kids who weren't part of the groups that I worked with. They were just kids I knew or kids I talked to, whatever. And we talked just because. Like, as a teacher, right, I have kids who are my students and kids who are my students. And, you know, I can talk to kids who aren't my students and have, like, a whatever relationship. But also, I'm officially a teacher. There's a bit of a separation. In elementary school, I don't have that necessary separation because I'm not officially a teacher. I don't deal with anyone's grades. I don't deal with anyone's homework. I don't deal with the teachers. And I don't want to lose that. Like, let's say in 20, 30 years or whatever, I get asked, I get offered the job of a principal or an administrator or some kind. I don't want to lose that relationship with the kids that, I mean, you know, I'm thinking about this now when I'm 21. Like, I have a very long career ahead of me, hopefully, before I ever have to come to that point in my life. But I so deeply cherish the close bonds I have with campers, past, present, or never, people who hit my camper specifically. And as a head staff member, I don't know if I can have that relationship, but I can't be a counselor anymore. And I can't keep myself as a counselor when it's not the right fit just to maybe have that relationship. Because I don't have that relationship with every kid. I have it with some kids. But those relationships mean so much to me. To the point where today, as I mentioned earlier, a camper I knew, I've known for years. I knew him in camp, in school, whatever. He invited me to be by his bar mitzvah. And I was really touched by it. Because, you know, he's someone who I've become very fond of and I think I'd be blind to say that you know I haven't noticed that he's become very fond of me like that relationship was only there because I was a counselor and because you know I worked in school but also like if I was a head staff member that that relationship wouldn't be there necessarily you know I saw an old camper of mine last night um you know he he was he was on my bus it wasn't like in my bunk I was still doing the junior division he was a senior he was on my bus for a year or two maybe but their relationship is still there. Like, even not being a bus counselor anymore, like, I still feel like I'm losing a bit of the relationship I have with the kids because I don't see them first thing in the morning. I don't drop them off at home. I don't see kids who aren't in my bunk. Like, when I was a bus counselor, I had kids of all ages when the divisions were still in the same building. And even when they weren't, I still had kids in the fourth grade, in the fifth grade, in the sixth grade, in the seventh grade, kids who lived in different neighborhoods than I did. Now I really only have my bunk, and you know, I still have relationships with kids, you know, outside of my bunk, but it's not the same. And I was in camp three hours early, which was so 
irritating. But also, I was there in the morning. I was there throughout the day. I saw kids. I knew what went on. Um, and I can't tell if I'm worried about not having that relationship anymore. Like, not being effective as a counselor. Not being involved in their lives. Like, not being the best counselor I can be because I'm not there. Or if I'm just jealous of the past version of myself. You know, I'm very happy with my life. I love the jobs I have. College is going well. You know, I have about a year left. I have good friends. But at the same time, like, I miss my youth. I miss when I was a younger counselor. I miss when there were counselors older than me. I miss the way camp used to be. This year was very small in terms of camp camper numbers. I, you know, I've become more aware of the world around me, but I've also become a little bit more jaded, or at least I've become more, um, not appropriately jaded, but more like, um, deservedly jaded, you know, as a teenager, I was just jaded because I was an angry kid. Um, but, you know, we just the color war and the, the team generals, 117, 116. And I'm 21, and I'm putting up streamers and blowing up balloons for a two-day event that's utterly exhausting, and we ended up losing anyway, and I love camp. I do. And, you know, if I'm not working camp, what else am I doing with my summer? But I don't know if I can be a counselor anymore. And um, that's kind of heartbreaking to be in that position where, you know, a certain part of your life is just over. And, you know, I think it's slowly been getting there, but, like, I've been holding on for as long as I can. You know, today, by the permit, so there was uh, a kiddish, which is, like, a small, um, like, buffet-type thing. And there was also an official lunch. And originally I wasn't invited to lunch, but, you know, I asked the kid if he wanted me to stay, and he said yes, so I was going to. Um, but also, there, the, my color word general, the 16-year-old, he was there, and there was another kid who was, I don't know, 16, 17, whatever, and neither of them were staying for lunch. I'm like, well, I don't want to be here as a non-family member who wasn't originally invited and just be the only one. Like, that felt kind of awkward, so I left. Um, you know, my oldest brother was is here for the weekend, so I was able to use that as an excuse. And, like, on the walk home, I was like, why did I leave? Because like, I was feeling awkward? Like, the kid wanted me there. Or, like, I think he did, and what am I going to? A meal with family friends who I go to almost every week and is always exhausting. Not to mention, I am, I was so dead tired because we had an overnight in Connecticut on Tuesday, Wednesday, where I barely slept. Then we had Color War, which was very exhausting. And then I barely slept last night because I was dog sitting. The dog decided to sleep in the middle of the bed, or the middle of the foot of the bed, rather. And I kept trying to, like, position myself around him. Like, I fell asleep this afternoon, and I never sleep during the day. I fell asleep for like four hours. And it was just like immediate regret. Like, this this, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for this kid. He's never going to have another bar mitzvah Shabbos. Now, he's having his party in, in a little while because he wanted to wait till his friends were back from camp. But he's never going to have another Shabbos. And I was there for the morning, and I was so happy to be there for him. And I went to the Kiddush. I was happy to be there for them. Like, and then I skipped out on a lunch? Like, why? Or am I overestimating how much I mean to this kid? Like, 
I'm always conflicted between wanting to be there for someone, but also wanting to respect if they don't want me there. Like, am I being self-conscious that they don't want me? Or am I being egotistical that they do? Like, I don't know. We're going to take a break. When I was color word general last year, I spent a bit of my own money on props and decorations and whatever. Um, because I wanted to go all out and because I was in a financial situation where I could. And, you know, I never had that as a kid. And, you know, I wanted to like make it the best it possibly could be. So I went a bit all out. And I spent a couple hundred bucks at Party City. This year, I was not the general. You know, I wanted to give what I had to the general without overtaking. I want to be overbearing. And I spent a bit of my own money again. Now this time, a little bit less, but still over a hundred bucks. And I realized that I was the only counselor this year with a job during the year. I am an adult. Do I still live at home? Yeah. Am I still single? Yeah. But I have a job. I'm in college. I have a car. I am an adult. Undeniably. And being a counselor feels like a kid's job. You know, I've always kind of gone above and beyond what was necessary as a counselor. Partially because I was so, you know, wanting to prove myself and making sure that no one could ever call into question my my abilities or performance as a counselor. And also because I have high expectations for myself. Potentially too high, but high expectations nonetheless. And if I'm not a counselor anymore, who's going to do that stuff? You know, there were very few counselors this year. Um, there were three, so let's say second half, right? There were three 21-year-olds, a 19-year-old, four, no, three 21-year-olds, a 19-year-old, five, 17-year-olds and a 16-year-old and also like a 20-something-year-old who has never been a counselor before and honestly probably shouldn't be working with kids, not because he's creepy, but because he's just bad at it. That's a story for a different time. But I've been in this camp for almost 10 years, including my time as a camper. I turned 15 as a counselor and I turned 21 as a counselor. I've been in this for seven years. That's a third of my life. A third of my life as a counselor. I was still enrolled in NYU as a counselor. I, I've gone through some radical changes. And I don't think I'm done changing. But I also don't think I can be a counselor anymore. And it's really depressing to think that that part of my life is over. Um, and to think that my campers, my original group of campers, that's it. It's done. You know, I only have one left in camp, and he only has three days left as a camper. And then he's done. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's akin to watching a group of eighth grade graduates. You know, I haven't seen my 
original students graduate 12th grade yet, actually. That's going to be this coming year. Um, also, I don't work in that school anymore, so I'm not really going to see it, but, you know, whatever. Like, my youngest brother's going to 12th grade this year. The camper I was talking about, his brother said he's the youngest in his family. Like, there's a lot of end of eras. You know, within the next year, my youngest brother will be turning 18. I mean, you know, it's like 10 months from now. Well, 11 months from now, but, like, still, my youngest sibling will be an adult. I'll be 22 years old in next year. And in the passage of time, while it does seem shorter, it does not get any less. Um, strong. It does not get any less forceful. You know, like I mentioned, I saw a camper last night who just graduated high school. And I was like, last time I saw you, you were in seventh grade. And to put that into context, I was only in ninth grade. Um, so, like, it seemed much older to me then than it does now. And, like, thinking about it now, it's like, he was really only seventh grade years old. Like, seventh grade is the precipice for a lot of boys, you know, starting certain things. But, like, they're still children. And, like, now he's 18. And, like, he's going away for school and you know, he's making certain decisions about his life that he can now make. And I just, part of me is prideful because however minor, I had a hand in getting him where he is today. And because there's a certain bond that can and will never be broken, it'll always be a camper. He'll always be one of my kids. But he's not a kid anymore. And like, he doesn't need me anymore. I think that's the biggest thing, that to be a head staff member or to have my campers age out of camp, not only is that, you know, I've gotten them so far and whatever, and not only is that that relationship isn't necessarily going to be there anymore, that they might not need that relationship anymore. I want it, but they might not need it anymore. And like, to be such a, to have that be such a big part of your life where for a large chunk of time, you were someone who was needed, either by a specific person or just in general, and now you're not in that position anymore. It kind of makes you feel a little empty or a little useless. Like, who am I if I'm not the counselor on the bus taking care of things? Who am I if I'm not the counselor on the bus when a kid throws up? or falls asleep on you, or needs a band-aid? Who am I if I'm not the counselor who talks to the kid after the game because he's frustrated, not because he's my camper, but because I just care about him? You know, that that happened uh, on Thursday. Uh, you know, as part of Color War, we had league teams play league teams that didn't count for leagues, but were part of the game, and, you know, one camper of mine who was my camper last half, and then second half got traded, whatever, he got upset at the end, and he pushed a kid, and he got him disappeared, and I knew where he was, so I went upstairs to talk to him, and, you know, we just had, like, a conversation for, like, 10 minutes, you know, he was getting kind of emotional, 
And, you know, he's someone who, for a fourth, fifth grader, has very strong grasp on his objective mental state. Like, obviously, he's 10. He's going to get emotional and rash and lash out. But, like, he's able to see it from an outside perspective. He goes, you know, because when the trade originally went through, he wanted to be the best on his team. I think I mentioned that he was the best on my team last half, and he wasn't anymore in this half, and he was feeling outshadowed, and he wanted to be the best on the team again. But now he's feeling like he has to carry his team, which isn't fair to him, whatever. And he was saying how, you know, he didn't want to quit, how he was anxious. He used the word anxious. He was anxious to get back in the game because he thought about how, you know, what would my father think of me if I quit on my team? Like, he was, like, verging on the edge of tears. And, like, you never want to make a kid cry, but you, you always want to leave room for them to cry if they want to. Um, and when he was getting to that point, he asked me to leave the room, which I completely respected. Like, I get that if you're in a similar car, you might not want an audience. I'm there to provide it if he wants it, and to not provide it if he doesn't want it. But, like, would I have had that moment if I was a head staff member? That not only did I know him from last half because he was my camper, but that I know his mentality and the way he thinks when he's someone else's camper, and that I knew where he was going to hide when he wanted, when he was upset that I knew to talk to him and when to talk and what to say and how to listen. Like, yeah, part of that's innate. God's granted me with certain... Like, it's going to sound egotistical, but I think I have to be very good at talking to kids. So I'm good at empathizing and sympathizing and knowing when to talk and when to listen and what to say. But would I have even known that he needed to be talked to if I was a head staff member? Like, there is a level of separation from them and the campers. You know, do I really want to be a teacher or do I want to be a therapist or a guidance counselor? Like, if I'm a guidance counselor, then, like, when you're talking to me, it means you're talking to the guidance counselor. Right now, when you're talking to me, you're either talking to Simcoe or to Mr. Klein, either teacher or resource room worker, not guidance counselors. There's not that level of, oh, I'm talking therapy to a therapist. I'm talking therapy to someone who understands. And I feel like, I don't know if I'm like dipping my feet in too many pools or trying to combine too many things into one and it's just not possible. But it feels like if I pick any one avenue, I'm giving something up. You know, if I pick a teacher, then I'm giving up a certain relationship with most of the most of my students. And there's still that teacher title. If I pick guidance counselor, then I'm giving up being in the classroom. And then I still have the title of guidance counselor. If I pick working in the resource room like I do now, then A, I'm only working with elementary school kids. B, I'm not in a classroom. And C, I don't know if that's available long term. During the during summer, if I stick with counselor, then I'm going to be an adult doing a kid's job for too long. If I go to head staff, then I'm losing the closeness with the campers. It's like, I can't have both. I can't have my kick and eat it too. Like, being a counselor is exhausting and it's miserable at times. Like, the director warned us that the baseball trip we're going on next week is going to be awful because it's 
a late night, it's hot, we're going on the yellow school buses with no air conditioning, it's going to be crowded and cramped and whatever. And they're going in cars. But like, they're going in cars. Yeah, the buses are miserable. But that's the job. You're on the bus with the kids. You're sharing that experience. When the kid needs you, you're there. Yes, they're annoying, but you're able to provide them with comfort and safety and reassurance and support and guidance. As a head staff member, you're not. You're able to provide them with the trip. Head staff knows the camp. Counselors know the campers. And I just... I don't know. Like, I've only ever known life as a counselor. I've never been a head staff member, obviously. And so, I don't know, maybe I can make it work. But is that me being optimistic or is that me being egotistical? You know, am I being realistic when I say that I can make it work? How can there not be a separation? Who knows, I might not even get offered a staff position. But if I don't, am I really going to go back and be a counselor again? Like, even if not head staff, am I still going to be a counselor? I don't know. Only time will tell, I guess. Anyway, you can follow me on Instagram at simcha underscore client, S-A-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N. On Twitter at Samander underscore K, S-A-M-M-A-N-D-E-R underscore K. And hopefully you'll hear from me next week.